It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby, and joining me today because it is a War Report Wednesday. Mike G, C-Dub with the War Report. Gentlemen, how we doing? Amazing. It's game week. Doing great, man. It is game week. It is game week. Now, you notice I, I am wrapping the uh, the cam jersey because I got to wear it one more time. Rough morning, uh, Tuesday morning, but I, we're, we're going to get through it. We'll get through it together. But, indeed, um, indeed. But yeah, so so one thing I did last Wednesday or Wednesday through uh, throughout last season, guys, was I went over some of the top individual matchups that I'm looking forward to um, on Saturday, and so I'd love to bring you guys into part of that conversation. I sent you guys some of the ones that I'm looking at going into the Akron game and spending a lot of time watching Akron. What a boring football team. And no disrespect to them or anything, by, but, like, they're not good at a lot of different things, and they've got a lot of, like, new mindset coming in. So I don't think it's the current regime's fault by any stretch of the imagination. I think it's just kind of the nature of all of it. But, yeah, I'd love to go through this. I, I think, you know, we'll start with their quarterback, right? Cato Nelson, awesome name, but... Uh, I've got him kind of slated against Smoke Monday, just kind of quarterback versus a safety. So, Cato Nelson versus Smoke Monday is that first individual matchup to look at. And Nelson had a few games last year where he looked okay. He threw for over 300 yards against Ohio, um, which is cool. There's a few articles on the Akron beat um, talking about how Nelson is really kind of well, the one chance that Akron has to, to be successful in 2021, and he's you know he's okay with his arm, but I mean he may be a little bit better with his feet. He's a he's a decent runner. Um, what do you guys think about this matchup as far as Akron quarterback versus Auburn safety? Uh, listen, this secondary is going to be goaded. Now I yeah. predicted on our show a shutout, so I expect him to do nothing. Uh, we have got really good. <laughs> the secondary was is is the strength of our team, and that feels unusual. To say that about an Auburn team uh, traditionally, sure, uh, we got we have great linebackers. We've had excellent D lines. We've been okay at corners at times. I mean, we had uh, uh, you know some first and second round picks at corner over the years. But what it really boils down to is is that if we generate anything resembling a pass rush, this guy has no chance. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got excellent tacklers, tacklers at the second level who can also cover, and you know we've got lockdown corners. Uh, that that position group battle was fierce. Yeah. You're right. Baseball. You're absolutely and, uh, right. Fierce to the point where some surprise names, you know, popped up. You had a guy who walked in, uh, uh, you know, from, you know, another division in, in by Darius Knight and, and won the starting job over some guys that we thought would be tough to beat. So right. I'm really looking to see uh, Smoke eat uh, against this against this Akron team that admittedly you said at the top is, is not good. Not good at a lot of different things and seed up. I would love to see a guy like Smoke Monday, and maybe it's a by Darius Knighton. Maybe it's Donovan Kaufman. I don't know. But I wouldn't be shocked if we see one of these really talented defensive backs play closer to the line of scrimmage and kind of shadow um, shadow Akron's quarterback to kind of – because I think if you take away his feet, I mean, he, he can't do anything. 
Yeah, and and that's something that Smoke Monday has done mm-hmm. throughout his career. And we also saw in the offseason, apparently Derek Mason likes guys like that because by Darius Knighton can do that. That was one of the things that uh, the scouting report said about him as we were recruiting him. You look at Donovan Kaufman, he can play closer to the line. In fact, he will be a nickelback, can play safety if need be. So you have a lot of flexibility in the backfield in order for Mason to do a lot of different things, spy the quarterback. This kid does seem like he's a more of a mobile QB than, than most. Right. So I could see us using one of the guys in the secondary who's quick and physical to actually spy on him. Should he become a problem? But I would be curious to see if he can just escape the pocket because from yeah. what we've been hearing in fall camp, we've got some killers up front. So yeah. I don't know if we really need need smoke for that, but in case we do, we have him, Knighton, and a few other guys who can help out with that. Yeah, and I'd almost like him to be in that role because we may see that in a few weeks um, against LSU. You may see a similar type of game plan as far as you know how they're preparing for you know a dual threat quarterback. So something to keep an eye on. Just wanted to kind of put that out there. Another matchup that I think is interesting. And I wish I had more information about this uh, this situation, but Akron's just not covered, you know, as well as a team like Auburn is. But running back Tion Dollard versus Auburn linebacker Owen Papo. Dollard may be the most talented player on this roster, but I, I'm not positive he's eligible. Like, I'm not positive that he's going to play on Saturday because he got in some legal trouble in the offseason back in March. Um, and we won't really get into the details of that because it's, you know, whatever. But... I can't find a whole lot of information. Their coach had comments about how they were going to handle it. I don't exactly know what that means. Um, but if Tion Dollard plays, they're running back. That's something to look at. And obviously, Owen oh, Papo and Zacoby McLean will be all over that. But if he can't play, uh, they've got a running back. His name is Cole Guest. I'm, I'm guessing that's how you pronounce it. It's G-E-S-T. Cole Guest is one of their running backs. He may be the guy after him. But he's got some experience. And... Um, he actually had a really nice play against Maryland. He scored tw- on a 23-yard swing pass against Maryland. I found that um, kind of watching some Akron stuff. One of the better plays of their season last year because he looked actually pretty good in space. He didn't always look that comfortable running with the ball in space, but in that specific play, he did. And I think if they're going to get any kind of passing game going, because you guys talked about how good their defensive backs are, I think it's going to be a lot of those swing pass type things, those easy throws to kind of give guys a chance on the perimeter. So... That's one thing that I'm kind of looking at is, one, who is the running back for Akron? And two, how do they use him based on who that guy is? So do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, I just don't expect to see these guys making it to the second level that much, you know, against this defense. If they do, uh, there are some hitters waiting on the other side of that D-line for them. But, you know, but what I'm really going to be looking for, I mean, Zacoby McClain put out uh, a TikTok of, like, it was a mishmash of all his like biggest hits of last season. I thought it was pretty cool. I haven't seen um, that. But uh, I'll tell you, it, it, what it's going to boil down to is we have two top five tacklers at the second level waiting on these running backs, right? Zacoby McLean was the leading tackler in the country and in the SEC last year. And, um, you know, uh, uh, Owen Papel was a top 15 tackler, fifth in the SEC. Right. Um, right. So these guys are sure tacklers. This is going to be a strength of our defense. I don't think it matters who they put there back there at running back. What I'll be looking for is to see if we can stop those guys at the line. How well are we plugging the gaps? Um, 
in uh, and you know they've got it. They're going to have to play ball control a little bit. I would assume they're going to try to run the ball a little bit to to uh, uh, hold on to the ball for as long as they can. Yeah, uh, and keep and keep their defense off the field. Right, right. CW, have any thoughts on Akron's running game? It's pretty bad. Well, you mentioned perhaps maybe swing passes. I right. would advise that because actually, I personally thought that was Owen Papo's strength. I thought he played really well in space at times, mm-hmm. and they are actually have improved in the interior game. That was not their strength because K.J. Britt was supposed to be the guy last year until he got injured. And now McLean and Papo can do it all. So right. pick your poison. Do you want to get murdered on the outside or in the interior? So I just expect Owen Papo and, and our linebackers to win that matchup against the running backs should they even make it past the D-line. No, I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. Hey, today's show brought to you by our friends at betonline.ag. You can head over to their website now, whether it's on your phone or your computer. It doesn't matter what it is, but head over to betonline.ag. And uh, if you agree with what we're saying, according to betonline.ag right now, Auburn is a 37-point favorite. I personally think they're going to beat them by more than 37. So if you want to take that advice, feel free, but you can do whatever you want. Head to the website or use your mobile device now to sign up, and you can get a 100% welcome bonus. All you have to do is use promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30, get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Moving on on this War Report Wednesday. Well, before we move on, what can folks see and what all the content you guys have going on at, uh, at the War Report? Kind of give us some info there. Oh, man, listen, the season is about to start. We have a ton of content coming you guys' way. Uh, so on game day, we will be live pregame, halftime, and postgame. So we've got a ton Ooh. of interaction, especially for our insiders. Uh, everybody will be able to view, but only insiders will be able to interact. Uh, you know, we've got our weekend tailgate, which is our Sunday show. That's 2 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we're going to really go a little bit more in depth on what happened on Saturday. And then we got our film review on Monday, which is another level. We're going to go over the film from every Saturday, breaking it down for that. We're back at you guys on Wednesday. Uh, you know, we've got facts or no on Friday for the record. We just, we have a ton of stuff coming head over to YouTube. Check us out. Awesome. Yeah. You guys do an outstanding job. It is definitely worth your time. Yeah. Just search the war report. All right. Uh, other things I'm looking at, their center. So Akron's offensive line situation, while it has not been good over the last few years, it is an interesting situation. So uh, the new coach came in last year, based on my understanding, and he started an upperclassman senior and then started four other freshmen along the offensive line. And so their center, the leader of the offensive line, is Bryce Peterson. And just because I wanted to talk about Tony Fair for a second, I have their center versus Auburn's... um, Tony Fair making his uh, his Auburn debut on Saturday. I think he's got a chance to make an impact and really, really make a statement up front. I I think he's going to hit the ground running. Yeah, I'm looking for big Tony Fair to just destroy whatever's in his way. 
uh, on the way to a great season. This was a great pickup. This was probably one of the best pickups, if not the best pickup for Auburn in the offseason, getting him in the portal. So uh, a lot of people were disappointed about recruiting, but we really did some good work in the portal. Uh, fun fact about Tony Fair, he was uh, part of a UAB defense that was um, – they were the seventh-ranked third-down defense in the country last year. So when we're talking about how, how well are their running backs going to do, to even get to Owen Papo, you're going to have to get by Tony Fair if you're running that ball. Yeah. And uh, they stopped a lot of people on third down. Uh, UAB did to the tune of seventh in the country. So I'm looking forward to seeing what Tony's going to do do here in this Derek Mason defense. But he's going to be a big part of whether or not we uh, we leave our DBs on an island to test their one-on-one skills right. or whether those guys are, you know, pick six in it every other play and headed to the house. Sure. I'm excited about Tony Fair. Yeah, and C-Dub, I want to hear your thoughts on this other matchup that's happening in the trenches. Xavier's, uh, Xavier Gray is the name of the left tackle for Akron. Uh, I've got the matchup between Xavier Gray versus uh, Auburn's Derek Hall. And Gray's the biggest guy on their offensive front. He's 6'9", 315 pounds. And I think we have a chance to see Derek Hall's first step absolutely just obliterate this guy. There's no way this guy's going to keep up with him. I don't think so either. This is a redshirt freshman going up against a junior, I want to say. So an experienced guy who beat out T.D. Moultrie, uh, Eku Leota, a bunch of other guys with great first steps. Right. I I have to believe that it's going to be a nightmare protecting uh, Akron's blind side with our guys pinning their ears back because it's not just going to be it's just not going to be him. It's going to be other guys like a Culiota. I want to see Maltree begin to show what he's capable of, at least get a glimpse of what his ceiling could be, seeing as though he's playing in a much more of a natural position. I just think it's going to be a rough day uh, for this guy. His first game. This is his first game, right? First game in an SEC stadium Yikes. with quality athletes. So it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. I, I just think his size and his first step, I, I just don't think he's going to be able to keep up with Derek Hall or Eculio, whoever whoever's playing that edge position um, and, and rushing the passer on that side. So that'll be fun to watch. I've got two, uh, two individual matchups that involve uh, an Auburn offensive player versus an Akron defensive player. Um, obviously, Auburn wide receiver Javaris Johnson. I have him slated against um, Akron safety Jalen Kelly-Powell. So Kelly Powell is a grad transfer from Michigan, and it looks like they're going to be putting him in the middle of the field. So I would love to see Auburn attack the middle of the field from the slot using Javarius Johnson. That's not something we've seen a whole lot. Typically with the slot, it's either a very quick pass that we've seen over the last eight years, or it's been like um, a screen or a bubble or something like that. So I'd love to just kind of see Harson and Bobo come into this game saying, hey, this offense is definitely different than what you're used to seeing, Auburn fans, and kind of, hey, you can get used to it. So that's that's uh, that's one of the ones I'm looking forward to when Auburn has the ball. Yeah, look, Javaris Johnson is one of those names that we heard all spring. He was tearing it up all spring. And then I thought he, was, he had a, a little bit of an underwhelming performance in 8A. Uh, it was quiet. We heard about a lot of other guys. And then fall camp gets here, and – I'm not sure what to make of it. It seemed like the 
the the wide receiver battle was wide open. You know, everybody was taking snaps with the ones. Malcolm Johnson, you know, we saw everybody in there. We saw a lot of different wide receiver quarterback combinations in fall camp, I think, trying to find it. And, and lo and behold, what seemed to be true at the start of spring camp holds true at the end of fall camp because here he is in a starting spot at wide receiver. Now, I still think this is going to be a little bit of a carousel in terms of who holds on to starting jobs here? I mean, they're there. It looks like they're starting Shedrick Jackson. Um, that's a little curious to me. Uh, the the transfer from Georgia is getting getting the start, but we've got a ton of talent at wide receiver. So I'm looking forward to seeing a lot of what they were talking about in the spring with Javarius Johnson in action. And I can't stress enough to our listeners against what is one of the worst defenses in all of the FBS. Right. If there were ever a week where you wanted to install a new passing <laughs> offense, this was this is it, right? This was a gift to Harson in his first year. Right. I'm very happy that we don't uh, open up with some Power Five non-conference opponent. We get Akron. That's right. We get a chance to have a glorified scrimmage and for our quarterbacks and our receivers to develop some kind of in-game chemistry. You just we want to return. see Malcolm Johnson Jr. pop off for a few. Ah, listen, I still think it's going to happen. But, you know, the, the bottom line is we return uh, uh, less than 15% of our yardage, receiving yardage from last season. Right. So uh, for working this out in game one and starting to find their rhythm flow and, and develop some chemistry between quarterback and, 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 and receiver is going to be really important. It seems like the coaches have tabbed him to be a big part of that. So I'm looking forward to seeing if he – gets an opportunity to show us why they were so high on him in the spring. Right. Right. The final matchup. Go ahead, C-Dub. I I would say add to that too, is what I've noticed too, as the depth chart has been released is Javaris Johnson. He's punt returner. He's on kick return. So obviously the coaching staff likes what he can do in space. Yeah. So I look forward to seeing him get the ball in space to showcase what he can do as well as the other receivers. I mean, much has been made about Demetrius Robertson. I'm eager to see what he can do in this offense, as well as Shedrick Jackson. Like, what will Shedrick Jackson reach his ceiling or, or, or be more than just a guy that you're depending upon just to run block, mm-hmm. right? So I'm, I'm eager to see what these guys can do. I, from what I can tell, Javaris Johnson can light it up once he gets in open space. So right. I'm eager to see us, to your point, attack the middle of the field with those guys that the coaching staff has a lot of confidence in. Right. Absolutely. Today's show brought to you by Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. They've got a ton of different flavors, all of them very high in protein, very low in calories, but all of them delicious. Absolutely delicious. You should check it out today. Go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. That's at Built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, especially during March. Your eyes are on the road, but the driver in front of you has both eyes on their bracket. Their sudden braking puts you in a 16-car pileup that's anything but sweet. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this is worse than a busted bracket. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability, savings vary. Guys, I got one more matchup, then I just kind of want to get your general thoughts on the depth chart. Um, but outside linebacker for Akron, his name is Michael Scott. I guess he's got done selling paper for Dunder Mifflin and what decided to enroll at, um, at Akron to play football. Terrible joke. I'm so sorry. But uh, I, I have him uh, against uh, the tackle. So against Troxel 
and Broham. Looks like he played some defensive end last year, so they scooted him out a little bit. Um, weighs 242, so makes a little sense, but I think uh, I think Auburn's running backs are definitely going to outrun him to the edge. But played in all 12 games in 19, he forced two fumbles and registered some hurries as a pass rusher, uh, but he's a former JUCO guy, a Florida native. So, uh, C-Dub, what do you think about Auburn's offensive line going up against these guys? I, I don't think they should have any problem unless they just flat out, you know, miss assignments, which may happen just because they haven't been together a whole lot. Listen, Akron finished 120th against the run defense last year. And by all accounts, they've replaced that line, it appears, with two freshmen and a sophomore. And it looks like they're running like a 3-4 type of defense. Yeah. I don't like their chances. I don't. You mentioned a linebacker. Auburn's going to be using multiple tight ends. Auburn's going to have bodies up front. It's just going to be a long day for a, a, an Akron defense that's struggled last year and is looking to struggle this year, right. especially starting game one. I think you're right. I think you're right. So uh, not a whole lot of hope for Akron. I, you know, I, I tried to find a matchup that would be important for this, but there's really not any. It's, it's, it's yeah. Auburn players versus can they stay healthy. Like I, I, that, that's yeah. really what it comes down to. Yeah, it's really Auburn's offensive line versus us. Do they know their assignment? Yeah. Right. So physically, Akron's not going to beat us. What's going to beat us are communication bus, assignment yeah. bus. And so what we should be focused on week one is do guys look like they know where they're supposed to be, who they're supposed to block? Can, are they communicating? Is that that line chemistry? You know, uh, we had uh, former Auburn offensive lineman King Dunlap on, and, and he talked a lot about even the line, knowing how the lineman next to you steps. His first step, does he step in the right direction? Where does he normally step? Like there are all these little things in terms of chemistry that I'm going to be looking to see. If these guys are tripping over each other's feet and, you know, uh, there were whole plays last year, Zach, where Nick Brahms hiked the ball and didn't touch a single soul yeah. for like 30 seconds. It just can't happen. So I'll be, I'll be looking forward to, to just seeing if do guys understand what the coaching staff has asked them to do mm-hmm. and how well did all these reps in the spring, in the summer, and in fall camp, how well did they take? Is the muscle memory there? Uh, are they communicating? Are they able to uh, change protections? slide the right direction and and protect our quarterback's blind side. And so I'm glad you bring up Brahms. And we've talked about this a little bit before on a war report Wednesday, may have been last week, but Cole Kublik put out his top five centers in the sec going into the 2021 season. And the number one center on his list was Auburn's own Nick Brahms. And I think we talked about this last week with the uh, the coaches' SEC, like the first and second, third team, and like Nick Brahms was on there. And it's just like, what are we missing, man? Like, I, I just, I'm just not seeing it. But hey, maybe he'll have a great season this year. And you know, all of these, all of these predictions and all these preseason teams, like. He's worthy of it when it's all said and done. I hope that's the case. I'm just, I'm a little shocked with how much criticism Auburn's offensive line got, you know, f- throughout the conference last year, how much love Nick Brahms is getting. 
maybe maybe it is actually a new year at Auburn. Just maybe. I'm I'm there I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a pump a little sunshine and just hope that change has come to Auburn because one of the things that I was expected to see in this fall was some competition at the center position, and Brahms has been kind of a fixture on that offensive line with all the movement. Right. So you factor that in with some of the preseason love he's been getting, and maybe he's not the same Nick Brahms. We will know this month though, uh, starting with this upcoming Saturday, if that is the case. But I just have to hope against hope that Nick Brahms isn't the same guy we watched uh, in last year, missing assignments, looking lost. I have to hope that that guy is no longer along Auburn's O-line. Right. Yeah. Yeah, right. the game's going to be up here for him, Zach. That's it. That's what it boils down to. I think that the strength and conditioning uh, offseason program was phenomenal, and the players all said as much. They raved about the new approach to conditioning uh, that uh, Pittman brought in. Mm-hmm. So if they got their weight up, so to speak, and they are ready to just get in there and knock some heads, I I have to believe this is really just going to be about how well do they understand what they're supposed to be doing. That's y'all's hashtag, right? Get your weight up? Hashtag get your weight up. Doesn't always mean gain weight. But the point is, is to you you get strong, right? Right. And, and, And you take over. Right. This is this is alpha male time. Right. Where these guys just got to step in and you got to beat the guy in front of. you. Yeah. yeah. Period. See a guy, beat a guy. Right. That's what it boils down to. Knock that guy off. Right. To block. Harson talked a lot about in his presser this week about focus this week. And he talked about practice, which I, I PTSD. I cringed hearing about having good practice. Uh, but. <laughs> That's the key to I think that's going to be the key to this game is seeing our level of focus. How many false starts we have along that line? How many miscommunication between the center and the other guys along that line? Uh, Bo's communication with the, the, the offensive line, like the focus that they bring into that game based on how they prepare this week is are one of the things that I'm really going to be looking at. Because as, as to what Mike G alluded, it is mental, mm-hmm. but it's been drilled in your head what you're supposed to be doing. How that translates onto the field is what we're waiting to see. Right. Uh, guys, before we wrap up today, I, I'd love to ask both of y'all this question. And uh, C-Dub, will start with you. Mike G will wrap up with you. But if you had to pick one kind of takeaway from the depth chart that was announced earlier this week, what was kind of what did you look at and what did you walk away with? Or what was one thing on there that kind of surprised you, C-Dub? One thing, well, the one thing that surprised me was actually Shedrick. It was Shedrick Jackson winning that starting job. Yeah. Uh, on offense and on the defensive side, Donovan Kaufman. Uh, he surprised me beating out Tennyson uh, for that for that slot corner uh, yeah. job. And it just it showed to me the takeaway I take from the depth chart is Harson delivered on his promise. He promised competition at every level. And we got that competition because we do see new faces in new positions or people that we didn't expect to see. They had a chance to prove it and earn it on the field. Now, whether or not they keep those jobs, it remains to be seen. Right. But based on what they've done in the offseason uh, with the strength and conditioning program, spring practice, summer workouts and into the fall, the guys who are in there, I have to believe, have been the ones who've done what the coaches have asked them to do and have earned that right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. For what about me, you, Mike G? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, I have a kind of a weird one. For me, it's 
where's Canyon? What happened? Yeah. Uh, this guy, again, to, to Caesar's point about we got promised competition, and by all, all indications are that it happened because Canyon somehow just fell down the list. The first depth chart that I looked at didn't even have his name listed. I was just like, is he still on the team? Uh, it sounds like he is, uh, but a lot of good competition happened. And, you know, um, I'm a little surprised by Shedrick Jackson, honestly, given his drop history. But maybe he showed the coaches something. So, you know, if you're going to figure out whether he's a guy or not, week one is the time to do it. Uh, if you're not going to stick with him, I'm a little worried that it's taking reps away from somebody who might actually finish the season in that slot. You know, and then defensively is by Darius Knight. I think it says a lot for a guy to walk in in a heralded like I thought the corner room, you know, the defensive back room was the strength of our football team. And these coaches went out in the offseason and made it even better. So for a guy like Derek Mason, who is the defensive back guy, he's coached that position before. Uh it, it, for him to walk in and win the job, I think it says how much they really think of his ability. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do. I think it's going to be exciting he's gonna ball defensively out, this man. year. I, I think yeah. he's going to be a freak. I think I think by Darius Knighton, Marcus Harris, and Tony Fair are going to be staples yeah. of this defense. And it's going to be like, wow, the transfer yeah. portal did us good. Yeah. Mm. And and I'm I, I'm excited about that because it shows that these guys know how to evaluate talent. Mm-hmm. Right. Because they hit on pretty much everyone that they went after in the portal. And so, you know, to, to, to Mike G's point, when you talk about surprise, I am surprised that Dre Miller is, is as low as he is. Yeah. But eager to see how that pans out once he – I believe he will get some opportunities to show mm-hmm. what he can do and that he will make the most of those opportunities. Right. 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 Hey, Zach, listen. Shut out. You're all in? <laughs> all in. Shut out. Akron doesn't score points Saturday. Okay. Hey, yeah. I hope you're right. Man, would that get folks excited if there was like a, a 53 to nothing kind of thing? I don't know. Yeah, When's the last time we've done that? We haven't done that in a minute, have we? Yeah. That's, that's it's a, been a while. It's yeah, been a while. I, it's I always a like wild, a late field goal or something that we give up. Yeah. yeah. I had a wild moment on a segment where I predicted like five shutouts or something crazy like that. But <laughs> the end of the day, this this defense has a chance to really do something special. Yeah, all the guys we just talked about are going to be a part of it if they do, and it's going to be something exciting to watch. If, if they get some help from their brethren on the other side of the ball, watch out. Yeah, uh, we'll see. Watch out, gentlemen. How can people find you, uh, and, and what all content can they get when they check out the War Report? Listen, we are on all the socials. So, of course, you can check us out on YouTube. That's uh, that's our bread and butter. But, you know, we're also the War Report on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, we've got the TikTok popping. So you can go over to TW Report on TikTok and find us over there. Uh, we're going to be active. Uh, you know, you engage with us on Twitter. Uh, engagement with fans is a big, big deal for our platform. So, you know, if you want to get involved in the conversation, you can find us on any one of those platforms and we'll chop it up. Awesome. Or if you need something to listen to in the car, you can find us on the podcast wherever they're streamed as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mike G. C-Dub, thank you so much for your time, for folks listening or watching. You can um, check out all my stuff on socials at Z Blackerby. Um, the show is on Twitter at Locked on Auburn on Instagram at Auburn Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow right here on Locked on Auburn. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. 
Download the Amazon Music app today.